Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the show. On today's episode, Seth and myself get into some more spooky stories on stuff that happens in the woods and, uh, and our take on who's kind of behind these strange disappearances. But before we get started, as always, a quick message from our sponsor. Does COVID have you down and out of a job, or maybe you're just looking for something different? Well, the best place to get started is by making sure your resume is up to the industry standards. Make yourself stick out above all those other job applicants by visiting PatriotResume.com. Patriot Resume specializes in helping people just like yourself build professional-looking resumes so you can stick out in a sea of other job applicants. Head on over to PatriotResume.com to get started. Again, that is PatriotResume.com. The other version of the video that you know we've already referenced a few times exists somewhere and is still secret. That's what is remote viewing. That, that just seemed really curious to me, too. This show is called Skinwalker Radio. And they love hinting that there could be something. Yeah, you see these patents online for warp drive things. Massive amounts of energy. Quite convinced that there were some very weird and unexplained things going on there. There is naturally occurring phenomenon out there. A well-attested scientific evidence that shows that the stuff is real. Uh, these phenomena are going to show up with normal analytical methods. Welcome to Skinwalker Radio. How's it going, man? Oh, not bad. Not bad at all. Been working already this morning. We're going to on what? Oh my! Side by side, we bought some new lights and shit for it. So I went out. Oh, putting in a new windshield. No, not that. Just other crap. We bought everything else, and that windshield's three hundred dollars. So <laughs> I yeah. bet all the parts in that thing are expensive. <laughs> oh yeah, everything sucks. But <laughs> whatever, it's part of the hobby, I guess. <laughs> yeah, hobbies cost money, man. Yes, they do. Yeah, I was already up at, I had a meeting at 6 a.m. this morning. We had like a, like a, like a men's group thing. So no, it was pretty cool. But yeah, I'm freaking tired. I've been getting up like five, five o'clock or like 4.30 a couple days this week. I got so much shit going on right now. It's my own fault though. I just get into too much shit sometimes. No, I understand. That's why, like the other day when you asked about sleep, it's like, yeah, I mean, I I like to get some, but most days I'm going to bed. The other day, other day I went to bed at like three and. I was up, actually, it was night before last, and I was up before 8. It's like, yeah, it just blows. Second shift sucks, so, yeah, eh, whatever. What time do you normally go to bed? Uh, normally, if I got stuff to do, I would go at uh, about 1, because I don't get home till 12.45. So I'm, I'm yeah. home, you know, clothes off, you know, sleep shit on, and I'm fucking in bed. Roll around for a few minutes, and I, I've always had the uh, been blessed I can fall asleep pretty quick, so it doesn't, you know. Yeah, yeah, I hear you, man. I'm out like a light. As soon as my head hits the pillow, and it's like, yeah, my wife's always like, "What the hell?" You know, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's I'm happy. So I, yeah, every once in a while, I have one of them nights, you know, where you uh, you toss and turn forever, but uh, it's very, mm-hmm. very seldom. And then when that happens, I'm like, "Fuck." But, yeah. <clears throat> Anywho, yeah. So. Yeah, strange stories in the woods, man. So you listen to that one. You like that one quite a bit, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's that was a. 
you know, and I'd actually like to hear a little more on your story. I don't know if you have any more to elaborate on that, but I didn't know that happened to you when you said the uh, guy had followed you. Yeah, it was really strange. So it was uh, back in the 90s. I was probably, I don't know, 12 or something like that. And my stepbrother and I were just kind of walking around. We lived in Benton at the time, so kind of out in the country uh, between Benton and uh, like Andover, uh, 254, right on the, the north side there. But anyway, there was like a low water bridge. So we cut through this field and guy had like a really nice pond. But on the other side of that field was some kind of other like crop. And I don't know what it was, but there was like a house back there. And um, so we're like, all right, let's get out of here because those people down there and, you know, we're trespassing and people get upset about that, even though you're not really hurting anything. Right. We're just 12 year old kids messing around. Yeah. So we get back to the road. And when we get back to the road, there's a guy standing there. And this guy was like, I don't know, like six, five, like this is a huge freaking guy. And, <laughs> and he's probably 300 yards away from us down the road. And so like, all right, that's kind of creepy. Maybe he's mad at us for walking through his farm field or something. And so like, let's get out of here. So we just turn around, we start walking and like, he starts following us and you know, he, that 300 yard lead is, is getting shorter by the minute. It's like this guy just, had like a 12 foot stride or something. It's, it was just weird how <laughs> so fast weird. he was able to gain ground on us just walking and it was cold. Right. So we had like his hands in like his coat pockets or something, mm-hmm. you know, so he wasn't like sprinting or anything, but you know, we're 12 year olds and we're fairly fit, you know, played sports and stuff. And so, you know, we're walking really fast and then we start taking off running and like this dude is just still just walking. Like even when we're running, and it's, it's like he's just getting like 10 feet per stride or something. And that gap just keeps narrowing. I'm like, oh, shit, who is this guy? And so weird. We uh, go all the way back, and it's probably like a mile or so back to our house. And, you know, we had like a, a couple hundred yard driveway. And then we get to our driveway, and we get about 100 yards down our driveway. And he stops at the end of our driveway. He's just sitting there staring at us. And like just far enough away that you can't really see like who it is. Like, you know, I mean, he's obviously mm-hmm. there. And then from the opposite direction comes a, a green Chevy blazer, like one of the, I don't know, the late nineties kind of models or whatever they were, you know, not the big boxy ones, but yeah, the S 10 blazer. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we come from, you know, the left and then he stops at our driveway and that blazer comes from the right, the opposite direction stops that guy gets in it. And then, the blazer drives off and the guy's gone. And we're like, what the hell was that all about? So. And we get inside and, and like, I asked my stepdad, I'm like, Hey man, you know, this just happened. He's like, I, I don't know what to tell you. You know? And <laughs> what's so strange is that that, that car came out of nowhere and that guy just gets in it and goes, but like, this was before cell phones and pagers. Right. So it's not yeah. like you can just call your buddy and say, Hey, come pick me up right here. You know, it's like, okay, cool. I'm on the way. I'll come get you. You know, that, that technology didn't exist back then. So to be able to coordinate that would have been impossible. Yeah. Very, uh, very much so. But yeah, it was just really kind of, kind of scary, you know, for 11, 12 year old, you know, to, to be followed like that. And, you know, it's one thing to be followed, but you know, the guy's ability to just close that distance so quickly was, it was really kind of freaky. Mm-hmm. That'd probably be scary for a 30 year old man. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about yeah. just 12. It's, I don't know. That's, I don't really have any stories like that. I, I kind of wish I did, but, um, I got to thinking, cause you know, we watched that, uh, missing four one one. 
and yeah. the the really weird uh, people disappearing. You know, like in, and you mentioned before, like their boots are perfectly placed on this stump, or you know, like their backpacks leaned up against this tree, or just weird stuff like that. I mean, this is going to be crazy. But what if there's like. I, I, I don't know, we could go down tons of rabbit holes of how these people disappear or whatever. What if there's this thing, like that guy, and, you know, you guys were, I guess, smart enough to run away, but some dude's in the woods hunting by himself, you know? No big deal. Some guy just appears, and he's like, hey, what's going on? And, like, this is that thing that makes these people disappear. Like, what if, you know, we could play this what if game all day long, but what if you guys would have, this guy would have caught up to you guys, and then poof, you're vanished. You know, then they would yeah. have, they would have found your shoes, you know, on the side of the road or something, just sitting next to each other. It's just so strange. So then I get into like, what do you what do you think about all this? I mean, these situations of of that story is very weird, and like the stories that are unsolved still about all these people missing. What do you think? I mean, aliens, demons, uh, you know, you know, man. So my personal theory on this is that there's something out there, right? Like we we live in a weird universe multiverse multiplex and Mm -hmm. you know i mean you and i are here right and we're real and we're talking to each other virtually of course but you know like humans exist and the earth exists but there are things outside of our realm that -hmm. exist also that we don't fully understand and we can't ever fully understand you know but they're they're there a hundred percent you know and in this other realm is where all of these other things exist you know and there's a bunch of different theories as to to what actually exists in that realm but you know in my opinion you know there's a probably a whole gambit of things but i really think it really is it's as simple as saying that you know in this other realm you know, there are entities. Some of those entities are good. Some of those entities are bad. Uh, unfortunately, the good inter- entities are are rarely ever shown, but yeah. the bad entities can manifest themselves in a bunch of different ways, you know? And, and that could be things like Bigfoot, right? That could be things like aliens. That could be things like ghosts and poltergeists and, and shadow man and uh, skinwalkers and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, I think it's all the same thing. I don't know what that thing is, right? But I think it can present itself as like basically endless possibilities. And I think it will use whatever it thinks will work to get whatever desired goal that has. Yeah, and you know, because uh, you're talking about kind of like a multiverse and, and whatnot. Um, I read this a while back because they've been doing a lot of, uh, you know, experiments Ooh. with uh, quantum physics and quantum mechanics and, uh, you know, all that and stuff. And actually it's been proven on a very, 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 very small scale, you know, the quantum scale, that, like, there is other um, uh, realities, you know, other universes, other, you know, it's real. So now I guess we can take the paranormal, alien, all that, and a lot of people think, oh, it's just made up crap. But if there, if it's science has proven on that scale, and it's on the Internet, people can go look it up, there's something out there. What goes to say that, they can't just hop over into our reality, snatch somebody up, and this person's trying to escape, you know, like the movies, and then they just kind of fuck with things. I was going to put his shoes here. I was going to do this, you know, put his backpack here. Let's take his hat, and we're going to set it on this tree branch, you know, that kind of stuff, just to yeah. t- kind of tease us or something, you know? Very strange. Yeah. No, I think that's true, man, and I think you're you're spot on when you say they kind of just hop in, right? Because, like, aliens show up and then abduct people. Mm-hmm. Right. And then people go missing just like that and are never to be found. You never hear a story of like 
oh, I was running from an alien who chased me for an hour and a half. <laughs> you know? Right. right. Like I was running from a, a, a ghost that chased me for three days straight across the desert. Right. It's always like an instant thing, just like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you're onto something because, you know, for, I don't know what it is. I don't know how it works, obviously, but it's always transient. Right. You know, so like people see a UFO and then it's gone. People see a, a ghost and then it's gone, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, and it's almost like there's like a wall, right? And then every now and then they're able to hop over that wall, but they know that they can't be here very long Yeah. and before they got to go. So they're coming over here to do some shady stuff. Uh, and then they, they got to get out of here and they only have 15 seconds before their, <laughs> their time runs out kind uh-huh. of thing, which is just long enough to grab a random guy in the woods, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Or uh, kidnap a child or abduct somebody with a spaceship or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know, it, it, it kind of, I mean, it's like the weird science fiction-y, you know, type. Like I, and a lot of people, like they want it to be true, you know, the other reality or universe or whatever. And, I mean, like I said, it there it has been proven on a very small scale. And then I, I kind of, I always want to know people's motive. You know, what, so let's say there is another realm, okay, and they're coming over here just to check us out. Are they coming, snatching someone, experimenting, you know, obviously we don't know. I just, I would love to know what the point is, and is that, and we've briefly talked about this, kind of like the heaven and hell type thing in the past. You know, this is this other realm just like a demon realm, a bad realm of just bad shit, you know? At the and you know I'm not a religious guy, but let's just you know say I am for now. Let's say at the end of the day, you know I die. I did some bad shit in my life. I killed some people. Well, I didn't ask for forgiveness. I get sent to this demon realm. Then I'm this bad person, and I'm you know that's their goal is just to go fucking torment with people, or is it this advanced uh, civilization and there are aliens and or whatever and and they're just coming over to say hi and they just want to see what humans are and then you know it, it's weird. Yeah, so that's really complicated. So to to put that religiously, if you die, you don't have the ability to come back. Ghosts are not real, right? So if you see something that presents itself to be a ghost, it's not your grandma. It's not uh, your your uncle coming Mm -hmm. in to check on you. If you die, you are not coming back. You go where you go, and that's it. You know, and and Mm -hmm. the Bible is pretty clear about that. You know, it talks about... Uh, in the Bible, how uh, a rich man dies and is begging, uh, I think it's Moses, to allow him to come back and warn his family, right, about being good and living good lives and, you know, mm-hmm. following Jesus. And he says, nope, you know, there's a barrier. No way are you allowed to come back, yeah. right, to spread the to spread the message. Mm-hmm. So it makes it sound as if when you die, like, that's it. You go where you go and there's no coming back. You know, and in, uh, the Bible is very crystal clear, and you can look it up, but it talks about how the apostles were walking through uh, a town, and there was a fortune teller, right, who was able to communicate with spirits and foretell the future, uh, you know, and, and she got really annoying, and they, like, rebuked her, and basically uh, the Bible says point blank, you don't mess with that kind of stuff, right? You don't Mm -hmm. talk to the dead. You don't do seances. You don't engage in astrology. You don't engage in fortune telling. Uh, And so you got to kind of ask why. And the reason why is because that you don't know what you're going to get when Mm -hmm. you start going down that road, right? And so that's a protection measure for us. And it's very possible that 
what you think you're doing is not really what you're actually going to do, right? So you might be thinking that you're communicating with your grandma, but it's, <laughs> and you might get something back, but right. it's not your grandma. Absolutely. It's not. It's a... Uh, it's something else, you know, back to your, your broader point about demons, right? You don't get to die and then come back and haunt people, right? So a demon is something else, mm-hmm. right? It's not the spirit of a, of a dead person who was bad, right? You don't get that luxury. So they were here in the beginning and they've been here all along, but they're, they're not getting more of them, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, there's a set number. And they have the ability to kind of go around the world and do their thing. Uh, but yeah, you, you, they're not growing in numbers, but they do have the ability to fuck with people and they do have the ability to deceive. And that's really their prime thing is, is deception. That's what they live for. You know, that's what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Two main reasons is one, they get energy from it, right? Because they don't have bodies. Right, they don't. They don't have the ability to uh, hop in a suit of flesh and walk around. You know, there is such uh-huh. thing as demonic possession where they actually attempt that. Uh-huh. But uh, a lot of things have to happen before that's possible. And the second thing is, is they want to create doubt. Right. So by presenting themselves as uh, Bigfoot or aliens or shadow monsters or skinwalkers or random guys in the woods, you know, various malevolent things, what they're doing is they want to, they want to instill a sense of fear and they want to instill a sense of doubt because what they want to do is they want to get you to stop believing, uh, in God. Right. So if you see a Bigfoot, logically for a lot of people, it's like, okay, Bigfoot exists. That's not in the Bible. Ergo, the Bible does not exist. Right. The Bible is not real. And there's been so many articles recently about what UFO disclosure would do to religion. Mm-hmm. And it's on people's minds. And it's a very valid question. My answer to that is not much <clears throat> personally, but for a lot of people, it would get them to stop believing in God, right? Because, oh, we're not alone in the universe. God must not be real, right? Earth is not special like God claimed it to be because there are other beings, so <clears throat> the whole Bible just must be a lie, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that plays right into a lot of the things we've been talking about. I think deception is the is the number one game. And I think that whatever these entities are, if you want to call them demons, you know, that would be probably a, a fair assessment. They live to just manipulate and uh, cause chaos, and, you know, we talked about this earlier, like the UFO thing, right? Why was it 10,000 years ago? It was like a, a shield and then it was like an orb and then it was like a blimp. And now it's like a super special aircraft of sorts. Mm-hmm. It's, it's always like one step ahead of our consciousness and where we're at technologically. Uh, it kind of comes back to that deception thing. You know, I, and the only thing you can figure is that it's nefarious, right? Why would any of that happen if it wasn't for ill right that's not good i mean good people don't need to go deceive you and into stuff you know it's yeah it's it's a wild theory though yeah you know and a couple things i uh kind of want to bounce around is you know like since the bible since it was wrote uh even other ancient civilizations you know we know that they've all seen something 
You know, it's on it's it's there's stories in the Bible, or, or there's there's writing on cave walls, or there's you know uh, pyramids made. And there's all there's all this stuff. There's all this artwork. So we know for a fact that something has been around pretty much since pretty much since the beginning of time of this other demon realm, of this other nefarious group that kind of comes and goes as they please. Um, but also, what's not what's what's the possibility of there's another realm, but it's the good realm, you know, and 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 they don't come around very often. And you know, sometimes, what if uh, that UFO or that thing that popped up in the sky? What if it wasn't bad? What if it was good, just coming <clears> down to coming down to check on us? And then you go back to the you uh, lot of people that when when <clears throat> if UFOs are real and you know this all comes out, people start losing their faith. Well, I, being agnostic you know i'm not atheist like i believe in something higher so there's the demon realm there's our earth realm there is the heaven realm whatever you want to call it and then god made all of this you know because there's a balance there has to be a good and evil balance so you know he might be well he's in control of everything um so I don't I don't think people should lose their faith I guess and it's kind of funny coming from someone who's not really you know doesn't have faith per se but um there's there's always that possibility that uh it was all made like I said to to keep the balance um so you know it, 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 I, I, I don't know I guess that makes sense Yeah so on that, you know, there's a book that is written, and you, I think you may have started it. Uh, it's written by a guy named Michael Heiser, and mm-hmm. it's called Supernatural. And if you're interested, in, anybody listening is interested in this topic, you got to check that book out because it addresses that question specifically. So, yes, you know, so the, we have the Earth, right, and then we have a a, a realm outside the Earth, and that's called like a, the realm of God or like the heavenly realm. And inside the heavenly realm, there are uh, both good and bad. Uh, and there's been a battle essentially ever since, right? But it changes a lot of perspective because if you put it kind of in the perspective of we're caught up in a galactic battle between <laughs> uh, supernatural forces of good and evil, then it, it kind of puts a whole lot of things into perspective and makes a lot of these weird topics we're talking about make sense, right? Mm. And the idea is is that, you know, God created uh, the the earth and in the heavenly realm, right? And the classic biblical story is that, you know, the the devil or Satan or Lucifer, the angel of light, fell, and he took one third of the the angels with him, right? And this was a rebellion, and this was in the days before earth even really this was like the ancient genesis times so insert the earth right and now we have uh people there and in the genesis book it it talks about how the the fallen ones came and they found beautiful women on earth and they mated with them Mm -hmm. Uh, and their offspring were called nephilim right and these were an abomination to god so much so that god flooded the earth to try to kill them off and what we can think about in that terms, like that sounds kind of crazy, but what happens when people get abducted by aliens, right? There's always like some kind of weird biological experiment going on. And, you know, uh, that really kind of putting in the context of the whole grand picture of the supernatural realm, you know, the aliens, it's like they're trying to engineer a little, uh, 
<laughs> hybrid army, you know, little, little Hercules. Because, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if the if the fallen angels mated with women to produce offspring, which were then all killed or almost all killed by the flood, you know, it's almost like the aliens are are trying to do something similar, right, mm-hmm. and create their own offspring. And you know, that's why a lot of leading theories are that aliens are in fact demons, right? Mm-hmm. So there is a very large parallel between, you know, the biblical fallen angels and Nephilim, uh, aliens abducting people and doing genetic experiments, supposedly for the purpose of creating like a, a, a new Nephilim army, if you will, you know, mm-hmm. and the, the Nephilim of the, uh, of the biblical times, they were giants, you know, literal giants. And this needs to be a, a story all by itself. But yeah, in a nutshell, God was like, Oh, hell no. This is abomination wipes out the earth, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't get them all because uh, about, I don't know, a thousand years later or so in the time of Moses and uh, Joshua, they fight them again. And then King David fights one. Uh, yeah. And so this would have been after the Exodus time in, uh, in the 400 years of slavery in Egypt, they get back to the Holy land and then they have to fight the Nephilim all over again. Uh, so yeah, it's all very interesting and you got to kind of wonder, are these just stories or is there something, you know, more connecting here? Well, and then, <clears throat> yeah, I, I think it's definitely more, more connecting. Um, there's, you can go find all over the internet. There's been documentaries done about it. They've dug up giants. I mean, they've bones, you know, but they have found bones of giants and, they're not just an, uh, a six, seven foot. I mean, these they're like eight, nine, ten foot tall people. Those don't exist on Earth to this day or in the past. Like, there's so are those offspring of offspring of offspring of these Nephilim? You know, yeah, yeah. It's hard to say. You know, and there, <laughs> there was a theory out there somewhere that that said that if you have a certain blood type, that you're descendant of you know Nephilim or or aliens or something like that. And you know, that's all pretty interesting i mean there's not really any science there but you know the idea is that <clears throat> they they lost kind of that battle the first time right with the flood and they kind of lost that battle the second time when joshua basically committed genocide on the canaanites in the holy land uh and you know you might ask in the bible like why would he want to go do and, and kill all those people and he even killed all the beasts too so all the pigs the horses the goats and you know, the uh, the idea there is that all of those people who were descendants of the original Nephilim, right, which was the offspring of the humans and the, the fallen angels. Mm-hmm. So I can totally see how if you're God, you can't allow that to exist, right? Mm-hmm. So the idea of demons on earth kind of comes from the idea that the Nephilim were the offspring of the fallen angels, uh, and they no longer have a body, but they still have a spirit, right? And their spirits are floating around looking for, for people to, to abduct, right, through demonic uh, possession. Uh, they're looking for, for a way to kind of get back to their prior state of uh, back when they were giants, you know, and ruling the land. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so that's the idea of demons going around messing with people. Right, so they don't have a physical place. They don't have a physical body. They're ethereal, 
Uh, and so they look to inhabit physical bodies through demonic possession, but they also like causing mischief and mayhem with people uh, when they're not busy doing that. You know, so the question always becomes like, why? And the why is because they're really pissed off. <laughs> right. You know, is uh, they're demonic spirits and they don't have a body. They really want one, you know, and, uh-huh. and they're going to go around the world until they try to find one. You know, I, I'm just curious is, and what makes it so enticing to have a physical body versus the, I don't know, floating spirit, whatever you want to call it, the ghost, whatever. It's just, and obviously it comes from both ends. Because the heaven realm, or the heavenly realm, sorry, they came down, made it with humans, made Nephilim. You got the demons that are trying to do the same kind of thing. What makes it so nice to be us and be here? I mean, I don't know. Maybe if we could find a way to try to be a spirit, maybe we're like, ah, this kind of sucks, it blows. But, you know, there has to be something about being physically a human or, you know, in this realm. Yeah. So that's hard to say for sure. I mean, I, I, I don't know, but if I was going to guess, I would say that, you know, in biblical terms, God made people under his own image, right? So the human form is kind of like the idealistic form, mm-hmm. right? And they know it and they don't have it. And so they feel completely lost without it. Yeah. And they want to go get one. But, you know, the the thing of it is, is you can't just walk into any body, right, and just possess it. It doesn't work like that. Right. Uh, You have to be uh, kind of invited, I guess, in a way, or at least kind of open to it. Uh, So that's the whole idea of uh, the deception, right? Because you can't walk into the, the Pope's office and possess the Pope. Right. 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 <laughs> it just doesn't, it doesn't work uh-huh. like that. Uh, you can't Christians who are believing Christians cannot be possessed. They can be oppressed. Right. Mm-hmm. They cannot be possessed, you know, so they can, they can mess with you. They can maybe cause things like depression and anxiety and, and, you know, poor decisions and mm-hmm. negative attitudes and things like that. But they can't just walk into your body and take it over. Right. Uh, but you know, if they can get you to disbelieve, then now they possibly could, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why you see so much demonic oppression, not oppression, but demonic possession in places like South America and like Eastern Europe and, and various places, non-Western Europe and, and America, mm-hmm. although it does happen here. And it's because the occultism is so strong in those areas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the ancient paganism is is still very common in their societies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Africa, for instance. You know, I know my pastor was in Tanzania doing a mission trip there, and he did an exorcism. And it's not quite what you think on the movies. Right. Where, you know, it's like a whole ritualistic thing and the body floats and they're puking all over the place and the head spins. <laughs> That's movies. I'm not saying that doesn't happen because I've heard some crazy stories. But Oh, man. <laughs> uh, it, was a, uh, it was a pretty mundane thing, really, kind of how I heard it. You know, this woman came up while he was doing his preaching thing and it was just like flipping out, right? Like total hysterica, hysterical speaking in like weird languages uh was like super hostile mm-hmm. to all the christian folk 
running around and you got to kind of wonder like, okay, what's that all about? You know, it's kind of weird, but then the, you know, the, the little tribesmen, they're like, Oh, she's possessed. She's got a demon. She's, uh, she's worshiping the occult and this kind of stuff. And he's like, Oh, okay. So I think he went like splashed her with some holy water and like touched her forehead and like said a prayer. And then like, she was pretty fine after that. What? (laughs) Yeah. It's a wild story. It's wild because like, we're not used to hearing stuff like that, Mm-mm. but at the same time, you would think it would be way more in depth than what it really is, but it's actually pretty chill. Well, you, but yeah, there's a, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how we got on this topic necessarily, but nah, I don't either. <laughs> there's all kinds of just crazy, crazy stuff like that, you know, and day, and there's actually a whole blog about it. And this guy does, I guess it's like an exorcism blog. He's a Catholic guy. Mm-hmm. And he does it for like an entire diocese. And so the Catholics do most of the exorcisms in the United States and in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for whatever reason, the Catholics have like an institutionalized exorcism thing. And it's, I think it's because they're a little more in tuned with that whole spiritual thing that we were talking about with like a, the realms, right? So a lot of people think Catholicism is like very rigid and it's all about the traditions and it is, Mm -hmm. but they also kind of hold those like ethereal tensions and balance a little bit better Mm -hmm. to where like uh, new age, non-denomination evangelicals don't, right? So they're mostly caught up on like, on like the feelings and like the music and they're in a lot of ways they're kind of tuned out to like that, that uh, eternal battle. going on that's surrounding us and the catholics are a little more in tune to that so i think that they recognize that whereas like an evangelical type might be like oh that person's just crazy right right they may very well be just crazy there's plenty of that too but oh yeah yeah, yeah. catholics they have a very rigid system to kind of parse out okay who is just having a mental illness and who is actually suffering from some kind of uh oppression or possession right it always makes me wonder, though, it, like, and I, I do believe that that stuff is real. Um, but why I, I was why do they keep it so secret? You know, why, why don't we talk about that more? And like, hey, look, here is definitive proof that there's some weird shit going on. You know, this person, something was obviously took over this person's body. And then, you know, I just like you said, the woman came up and started freaking out. And to me, to me, that sounds like. Well, that demon or whatever had possessed her was not happy about this. That demon's freaking out. You know, he is, hey, stop, 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 basically trying to get all this to cause disruption, cause mayhem. And your pastor recognized something was odd, something was off, and he went over and just boom, you know. And obviously that will help strengthen faith among all those people that saw it tenfold. (laughs) I mean, if I saw something like that in person, I might be like, well, we're going to church on Sunday. You know, I mean, because <laughs> that is, I mean, holy crap, you know, <laughs> but yeah. no, it's, it's a real story, man. And, you know, I don't know what to think of it because obviously I wasn't there. It happened in Tanzania, mm. right? I mean, I wasn't there in Tanzania when that happened, but, but I would like to see something like that. But oh, yeah. to your point of why they keep it secret, I think they keep it secret because especially at the Catholic church, I think they realize how dangerous these conversations and topics can be mm-hmm. because, you know, the Bible makes it crystal clear. Don't dabble in occultism. Don't get into fortune telling and uh, seances and communicating with the dead, right? Don't focus on uh, occultism and 
they don't want people to get too interested in that topic because mm-hmm. it's so easy to lose your way and become inundated with it and become obsessed with it. We see it all the time. Oh right? yeah. And it's and it's difficult with, you know, these topics, you know, because you can go down the rabbit hole and then get so lost to where you lose sight of what's real and you lose all grounding. Mm-hmm. And so they're secret about it because they don't want it to be the case of where it just festers more of that kind of thing, mm. right? Because yeah. it's very easy to do. You know, you may remember that time that uh, you were at my house that one night and we were watching all those scary movies mm-hmm. and, you know, like weird stuff started happening. Right? Oh, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, you, you, I'll, I'll let you tell the story because I think you probably remember it even better than I do. Oh, man. I don't, I started hearing like really weird noises upstairs and, uh, Trying to think, because I think there was a couple times I was at your house and some weird, really weird shit went down. And I remember one, I looked over once and I was like, what the hell was that? Like, there was like someone walking around or some really weird noise upstairs. And you're like, oh, you jokingly, that's our ghost, you know, something like, no, it's been around forever. And I'm like, no, what the fuck is that noise? You're like, it's not a big deal. (laughs) No, it is. (laughs) But yeah, Yeah, but you know, when one time in in particular i remember was we were watching uh what were those all those ghost movies that were really popular and there's like six of them now um i don't i don't remember it's poltergeist or the haunted or something like that anyway there uh, there's like a series of them there's like six but we watched like four of them mm-hmm. that night it must have been like halloween night or something those would have been like 15 years ago it but, was so long uh, ago <laughs> yeah yeah, you know, we a couple of us were at the house. We were drinking beers, watching that stuff, and like the front door flew open. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was weird because there was two doors, right? There's a screen door, and then there's the the heavy wooden front door. And the heavy wooden front door, the doorknob went all the way to the left, went all the way to the right, and then it flew open. And then the screen door <clears throat> was still shut, right? And that was really scary. And I was like, what the hell, you know? <laughs> and it was that night that I think you were sleeping on one couch and Sean, and Sean was sleeping on the other couch and like you were having nightmares, but Sean was having nightmares about you having nightmares getting drugged down the stairs by your feet. <laughs> Man, you remember this really well. Cause I remember that too now. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And it was really freaky. But anyway, my point is, is that things like that are real and things like that happen, but you can invite things like that into your life very easily by focusing on those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And we were focusing on those kinds of things that night because we were watching all those movies, right? Mm -hmm. And all those movies are borderline, you know, occultish focusing on, uh, the, uh, ghosts and demons and all that kind of stuff and haunting. You get in what you put in, right? And Chris Bartell at Skinwalker Ranch famously kind of, uh, hinted at that at the at the ranch right because the ranch is a spooky spooky place and he said that you know you get in what you put in you get out what you put in mm-hmm. he said i went into it with a kind of an open mind and kind of a clear conscience and you know it had some weird experiences but it wasn't like totally crazy and then he was talking about how some guys would go there and kind of have a maybe a disposition of like negativity and that kind of thing and they would get way more negative experiences out of it mm-hmm. the same is true of life in general right so we all know that your life will be better if you focus on the positive but that's that's also true of the spiritual world right so there's a realm that we're talking about mm-hmm. there are things in that realm that are looking for people to 
go to, right? And so if you're one of those people that uh, is always watching like ghost shows and horror movies and you know all all of the kind of some of the weird things we talk about Uh if you if you kind of take that to the extreme then you're more likely to get more of those experiences and to the opposite side if you're focusing more on the positive you're more likely to get more positive experiences right Mm-hmm. And it kind of is just a, a cyclical thing. So, you know, that's why the Bible always says, you know, focus what's on good, focus what's right, focus on what's positive, focus what's on just, because uh, the devil is out there looking for someone to devour like a lion. You know, and I mm-hmm. do think that's a literal when they said that. Yeah, and that just kind of goes back in circles around back to what you were saying about the uh, the uh, fortune tellers and the um, well, spirit talkers or whatever, you know, the mediums, they are so focused on communicating with that that they've invited that to themselves even more than us watching a scary movie. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, that's that's the thing. You know, I know somebody in my family who who's big into that mm-hmm. and, you know, they have a lot of weird things happening in their house and they they've gone to these psychic mediums many, many, many times over the years, but yet now they can't sleep because there's spooky things happening in their house. Like, why do you think that is? It's pretty obvious to yeah. me. If you're trying to communicate with the dead, allegedly the dead, I don't think that's really what happens, but uh-huh. you are inviting them into your life. And then you're going to be surprised when they show up after you invited them. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, you, you asked for this and now you've got it. <laughs> yeah, I for one, I would not want that at all. That no. Nothing about that sounds appealing to me. No, nothing, know? nothing. I don't even like watching scary movies. You know, I'm done with those. <laughs> you know, that's no, what happens. So. I don't either, man. Like, I, yeah. I I, don't watch those kind of things at all anymore. I used to be all about it, but not anymore. Not after that stuff that we had happen. Exactly. That's. Yeah, you know, and I know this podcast kind of turned into a bit of a religious rant, per se. But, <laughs> you know, religion's always interested me. Um and I have my reasons of why I'm not a religious person, which has nothing to do with this kind of stuff. It's actually just more of like the church way they're structured. And we've talked about that before. We can, we're can we not going to get into that. But um, it goes back to the beginning of these people are walking in the woods. Something strange has happened. Um, they hear something. They see something. They're disappeared. What is it? You know, is when the Bible was wrote, did, did they know things? I mean, when the ancient Mayans, when they were seeing stuff, did they know stuff that they were trying to warn us? And it's like, hey, there is something else out there. We're not the only ones. It's not these physical aliens. It's not these physical uh, skinwalkers or, you know, they're they're just they just come and they go as they please to and torment and mess with us. Um, so and, and I do believe all that stuff. I believe that that is a real thing. And that's why uh I believe in a higher power that created everything. And, you know, we'll go back to real quick, because I I mentioned this earlier, uh, aliens and Christianity. You know, and and I could definitely see how if if come out and there's, hey, these are UFOs and blah, 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 and they just kind of dump it all in our lap, you know, someday, how it'll it'll rock some people's world. But uh, it kind of might rock the Christianity world, but that goes back to there is something else, you know. Christianity is just this part on earth. There's more to that. And they, like you say, the uh, Catholics, they kind of know a little more about it. So, 
Yeah. No, there is, there's definitely something to that. I think every culture on earth knows it and they talk about it in their own ways, but really I think they're all talking about the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, just through a different cultural lens. Because if you look at uh, all of the ancient world myths, with, you know, with the, the Chinese and the Norwegians and the Scandinavians uh, and then the, the Europeans and then the Native Americans and everybody else, and there's so many similarities and you got to wonder why that is when everybody was so geographically isolated. And it's because I think they're talking about the same things, mm-hmm. but they just do it through their own cultural lens. But really the, the a lot of the main narratives line up. Like oh. There's almost always like a creation. Uh, then there's a final destruction, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's usually like a flood narrative. There's usually like a dragon or major serpent somewhere in the story and those are what's called uh universal truths right Mm -hmm. those are called um uh i lost the word for it but there's an actual technical like academic term for it but yeah those are those are the universal truths you know those are the things that we can probably sit back and say okay like those things probably all are true they might not be literal right but they're true Mm -hmm. uh and so we can probably say with a pretty good certainty that there, there's a lot of reason why those are there, you know, and whether those people all witnessed the same world events million years ago or whatever it was, right. And they just retold the stories in their own cultural narrative, but the mm-hmm. major points got across, uh, or, yeah. you know, if it's just coincidence and I don't think it's just coincidence. There's, there's way too many coincidences in all of these cultures, that are all the same for something to not be true. I mean, it's just, there's no, there's no possible way. There's, you know, they've all seen some sort of alien. You can go all around the world, all these archaeological digs, they always discover something that points to there was something else out there. Then they go across the world. And the technology, unless it was, and things have just been completely erased and start over, the technology wasn't there for them to go talk to those people across the world that quick. You know, then they, we have the technology now to kind of carbon date to, well, this is around this time period when we found, we found these, when these drawings, sorry, and these, uh, these cave writings were, were created. Then they go halfway across the world. Well, about the same time and the same stuff. So how did they communicate? Probably not happening. They saw the same thing. Yeah. No, I agree. You know, and there's a really interesting narrative in the Navajo legend. So everybody should go read the Navajo creation story and then think about, you know, what Genesis says. Because if you remove a lot of the the cultural stuff, they're telling the same story, Mm -hmm. you know, and they originated in different parts of the world at different times. So it's not likely that they colluded on the story, right? So in the Navajo world, there was there was one world, right? And that world was destroyed by flood. And then people escaped to a second world, right? Mm-hmm. That was <clears throat> no longer destroyed by flood. And that's kind of like the main theme of it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that mirrors the biblical stuff, you know, but in the, the, the Navajo, they have the skinwalker, right? And the skinwalker is kind of like their, their malevolent being that walks across the earth, harassing people and trying to uh, basically take people over, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of their their Satan, right? That's kind of their the demonic entity. And that's uh, it's interesting to me that they have so many different parallels. But yeah, yeah, you know, it's its own unique religion. Yeah. I've always admitted the assumption, and I even thought about this when I was very young, 
all these different gods or higher beings or something. It's all the same. It's just through that different cultural lens. Yeah. You know, I, it is, it is the same, but it is different. You know, for me, I think what it comes down to is, uh, and it, this is very high level complex idea. They're the same, but they're not right. So I think that in my opinion, though, God is real, right? God is as defined by Christianity, right? Mm-hmm. God is real, you know, and then, you know, the one third of the angels fell off and then two thirds of them are still good. Um, and then the other narratives, there's usually like a God or a gods. And I think that it can be easy for people to fall in the, the trap of saying they're all the same. Mm-hmm. I think they are all similar, but I think some of the other religions basically have you worshiping kind of these fallen angels rather than God himself. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause there's just enough similarities that they can kind of convince you that, you know, God isn't real because they're all these are equally true where Christianity would say, well, they're not equally true, right? There's only one that's true. They're all very similar, but following those will probably lead you in the wrong direction. And I think you kind of back to that original point of all of the weird things walking around the woods and the Bigfoots and the aliens and the skinwalkers. I think they are all the same thing. And I think that one thing that they all are would be, the <clears throat> quintessential like uh Satan picture, right? The master of lies, mm-hmm. the, the bad guy, and willing to do whatever it takes to kind of sway you in the direction that he wants you to go. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's a that's a really good theory. Uh, you know, I've, that's it makes sense. Um, I mean, pour some of that monster energy drink on your head and baptize <laughs> yourself right now. <laughs> Gosh, I mean, I was just, you know, uh, like is Islam, um, and I'm not bashing Muslims or Islam, you know, I don't, I don't care. Um, but there's some really, the Prophet Muhammad, you know, just a little bit I've read and whatnot on it. It's kind of like, eh, is he so good? You know, is it okay to rape people, women, little boys? Uh, you know, and that's all part of their 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 religion their their way of life and that could be a fallen angel you know right. and they've just you been know, kind of steered in the wrong it's direction bring that up because if you think about what christianity stands for and what they accept right so it's it's really kind of revolutionary at the time when it said that you you know should respect your wives you should respect other people and love each other and and don't harm children you know and you, you can't do these ten commandments where you know lie cheat steal basically mm-hmm. and then you look at other religions and look at what is acceptable it is almost the exact opposite right oh where yeah it's human sacrifice subjugation of women children right the some of the things that we would consider to be sexually immoral. Mm-hmm. You know, and it and it's a it's a one eighty, right? So, what's the one eighty of God? Right, would be not God, exactly. Right? Yeah. So, if a religion is kind of doing the things that are one eighty of the thing, then God is what, what we, I know as God. Mm-hmm. Right? It kind of would make you think that maybe they are following kind of the the deception, right? Kind of the false religion, of which there are many, and UFOs are just the latest. Yeah. Yeah, man. That is got me got me thinking now. 
That's interesting. That's really interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, it, that's not at all where we where we intended no! <laughs> to go with this episode because we started no. talking about spooky stories in the woods. But in true fashion, you know, we ended up on a different point. But yeah. you know, it was it was good though. It all connects though. It really does. And yeah, <clears throat> I mean, we can I guess we can call those spooky things in, in the woods whatever we want. But it, in the end of the day. There's something out there, and whether that be that other demon realm or that other alien realm or something, something has got these people kidnapped them, took them, abducted them, put stuff back. I mean, there's something, something out there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and we're never going to prove it. We'll mm-hmm. never find out exactly what it is because if we did, then it, it wouldn't be paranormal. It would just be normal normal and science right exactly yep Yep. yeah yeah and what we're dealing with is paranormal and by its nature it will never be proven by science exactly yep well that's a good place to end for today yeah man (laughs) next time yeah all right bye-bye Hey folks, thanks for checking out the show. If you're looking for a little more content, then head on over to Patreon and search Skinwalker Radio or click the link in the show notes. For only $1 a month, you can get exclusive unedited video content. Once again, head on over to Patreon and search Skinwalker Radio or click the link in the show notes. Thanks for listening to another episode of Skinwalker Radio. We have a lot of fun bringing you guys this program. It's something we're really passionate about, and I know you guys are too. So let us know how we're doing. Leave us a review on Apple, uh, Google, Spotify, anywhere you're listening. Give us five stars if you like the show. Uh, If you want to leave a written review, that would help a lot. That will help us reach new people who might be interested in the show, which helps us land awesome guests that can bring really cool stories for you guys to listen to. Join us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page, and we have a Facebook private group that's also linked to that page. I'll put all that stuff in the show notes so it's easy for you guys to get a hold of us. Uh, you can also email us at skinwalkerradio at gmail.com and check out the website at www.skinwalkerradio.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.